Welcome to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast series. I'm Hannah Charlotte. I'm a multidimensional entrepreneur, marketing, media, and mindset wizard, and mum of three. And I have set this podcast up in order to serve and support you in your journey of entrepreneurship. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast. We are on episode 49 and I'm really excited today to have a wonderful guest on the show and her name is Zoe Walker and she is an abstract painter based in Oxford in England. So hello Zoe, welcome to the show. Hi. (laughs) Great to have you on here. So Zoe, um, I met you because I have actually, I've been mentoring you recently and you've just finished my six week group program Ignite and you have such an inspirational story. You are such an inspirational woman. So let's hear your story. Let's hear how you got into painting and yeah, tell us all about you. Oh, thank you, Hannah. It's so nice to be on your podcast. I'm a massive fan of your podcast anyway. (laughs) So um, yeah, I'm Zoe, I'm an abstract painter, like Hannah says. Um, I've been painting now for um, just over five years. Um, I graduated from university with a a degree in textiles for fashion and interiors. And I kind of discovered painting through um, my degree. Um, I kind of struggled, if I'm honest, um, at the beginning of my degree, kind of a bit lost. I knew that I was always creative, um, but I kind of, yeah, I was a little bit lost trying to find my style, trying to kind of um, not copy others, but kind of like, oh, this isn't really me. And it wasn't until my third year where um, I had a new tutor and someone who just saw something in me that no one else really saw and I didn't see either and just gave me kind of well she gave me motivation she gave me different ideas to kind of just go out there and just be really free and that's what I was missing before I was spending hours on like one sketchbook page when actually she suggested just being really really um, expressive and um, loads and loads of experiments and I would be creating like 15 20 pages in just an hour Um, and that's when I kind of discovered I loved this free way of working and that's when I discovered my love for kind of being really abstract and you know thinking I just it doesn't have to look like something is because I was really focused on drawing figurative things so whether it was trees or plants or on my final major project I was looking at um, textured surfaces and I was I found myself trying like to draw bricks and do things like that like really kind of um like structured um drawings and it just wasn't me and so when I, I was doing those paper experiments and got sandpaper and spray paint and honestly it was such a mess in my uni room <laughs> but I loved it it was just brought out my inner child and um yeah just that's definitely like where where it started um and then once I I finished um well sorry at uni I was um I studied weaving um as part of textiles so I was weaving um on massive looms and um the kind of the painting process of my project was like the middle process where so the first one was taking photographs and collecting all types of materials and then I'd do these paintings and then I would um put them into woven samples and 
I was very tunnel vision thinking I'm a textile designer this is what I do I create fabric and so when I finished uni I unfortunately I couldn't get a loom it was for space and I couldn't afford it and um I was kind of like oh well what what am I going to do now kind of thing um so that's when I started painting because I thought well materials are quite cheap and I've got the space to do that and it was a really hot summer and I was painting my parents back garden getting spray paint everywhere <laughs> and just having fun just experimenting and it wasn't until someone said to me like oh have you thought about selling these and I kind of my initial thought was no like no one would want these <laughs> just like my experiments and yeah why would anyone want this in their house um but through networking um and yeah just word of mouth um I started to sell um I couldn't quite believe it um and then I I kind of I went into the design industry um, from that point because again I was still tunnel vision like yeah okay I'm painting and I'm selling a few but I'm going to be a textile designer that's what I'm going to do and um, I was lucky enough to get a, an internship um, with Amtico, um, they're the number one vinyl floor company in the UK and it was an amazing experience I went there for four months um, it's up in the West Midlands and um, quite early on I discovered it wasn't for me um like I said very very grateful for the opportunity but I discovered I wasn't that's when I discovered I wasn't a designer I was an artist because quickly any work that you produced quickly gets turned into something else altered manipulated and suddenly it's not yours anymore um yes you've contributed to it but your name's not on it and for me that was a really big big part and I yeah, that's when I decided, no, I don't want my work to change and I want my name on my work. Um, so that's when I stuck by um, just going back and being an artist. Um, but then I started to branch out and think, okay, so design industry isn't for me, I'm not a designer. And I started looking elsewhere for other jobs um, and other careers. And I went down lots of different paths, um, all of which I'm really grateful for because I've met some amazing people through them. Um, but it's just funny looking back um, that actually what I'm here to do is just right in front of me and was there the whole time. Um, and it's just about realizing that and, and being in the moment, which I'm such a believer of. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> A little bit about where yeah. I've come from. Amazing. And I'm hoping, you know, this, your story will inspire a lot of, especially young people, perhaps that are going through uni now, or they're sort of maybe feeling similar to the way you felt uh, when they were at uni, like perhaps feeling a little bit lost and not knowing exactly what they were going to do. And, and that's the thing, isn't it? People think they've got to have it all figured out there and then but actually you don't do you and you will mm -hmm. naturally find your path as you did and you know when you follow your passion you know that's that's when you're following your life's true calling isn't it as you're finding yeah. out as I found out so many people um that you know that we know and and that I I speak to on these shows you know it, it's following your purpose and you found your purpose now haven't you you are yeah. completely aligned and you know I'm watching you on social media absolutely on fire with it all you know you're appearing in the media it's it's amazing watching you do this and you know you're you're living out your dream with your work um so I mean what I'm going to ask is is who 
inspired, I know you said your uni lecturer inspired you. Um, who has had a massive impact on inspiring you though through with your work? Um, so I would say, I, I would say kind of a group of females, um, women in particular. So basically um, about two years ago, um, I, I experienced a spiritual awakening and throughout that time, so just before that time actually, um, so going back a little bit in my story and um, one of the other industries I went into was the fitness industry <laughs> and dance fitness. So I come from a dance background as well. And um, dance fitness massively helped me through a really low time uh, mentally and that's when I'm again I didn't think I would ever be on stage teaching um but that's when a fitness instructor said to me and um, kind of go for it and went through my qualifications and set up classes loved it and yeah that was amazing and through that time um I also started um work at Champneys um health spa as a fitness instructor and that was the period where loads of um, really inspiring females came into my life in various ways. Um, so whether they were um, dance fitness teachers or yoga teachers um, or kind of um, more spiritual beings, tarot card readers and that kind of thing. And I was really curious at that point. Um, I wouldn't have ever said I was spiritual at that point, um, but I wanted to know more. I was, yeah, definitely curious. and. Um, I'd say all of those women were definitely an inspiration and it's funny because I kind of look back at my journey probably since leaving university and lots of all these little bits are like little puzzle pieces and for the bigger picture and now I'm only just starting to see that picture really clearly. Um, so it's interesting about two years ago I did a project um, I I couldn't even tell you really why at the time I was doing it, um, but it's it was all about femininity and the power of divine femininity. And um, I, it was basically a big, um, there was a large painting and then there was eight smaller paintings and they were all based on femininity um, and kind of feminine colours, if you like, so pinks, reds, um, deep maroons and gold. And again, I didn't know why I was doing it. And I, people said, well, why femininity? And I kind, I kind of couldn't explain to people. And also a journey that I've had also through my art is being able to talk about my work. And because my work's very spiritual, I now know. So that's why it was very difficult for me to talk about it back then, because I hadn't come to terms with the fact that I was spiritual and I was kind of in the closet a little bit with it as well. And I didn't want to talk about it. And I thought it was, I was weird and different um, <laughs> and not normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I would say definitely women in my life have been a massive inspiration. Um, and it's just interesting now looking back at that collection, which now massively resonates with me mm. and I can talk about it openly and yeah um and it's getting a lot more attention now as well yeah amazing and I totally resonate and get what you're saying there about the spirituality thing I mean I myself have been through spiritual awakenings in recent years and you know it's it's, it's you know most of the listeners for this podcast uh are of the same kind of uh, thinking and you know a lot of this is like a spiritual podcast so you know people 
listening will probably get it but I get completely what you're saying when you know people I I was worried as well that people would think I was weird (laughs) you know and and the thing is it's it's amazing because what you're doing is you know I I guess you probably similar to me get like the downloads and and you, you portray them through your work you know and um and yeah, I mean, that's amazing to hear your story and it is really mm-hmm. inspirational. And but what I'm going to ask, actually, is I get asked a lot, actually, by people um, when I've shared your posts and things. They're like, what, what is abstract art? What is it? Can you explain what abstract art is? <laughs> <laughs> that's quite a tricky question. <laughs> so, um, well, I'll, I'll explain my take on that. Hmm. Um, rather than the actual definition of abstract art. <laughs> um, so for me, it's all about feeling um, and emotion and, uh, yeah, spirituality. Um, it's kind of, I work really, really quickly and fast and I try not to think too much about it. Um, whereas figurative art, um, so, you know, if you're drawing, uh, painting a landscape or, you know, a tree or whatever, um, most people, when they do that, take their time. Um, and you, you kind of got blurred lines as well because people can abstract those and you can still tell what what it looks like. Um, what I love about what I do is that people, it's interesting because people, some people try and find something figurative in the work and say, oh, that looks like, a boat or that looks like a tree or a yeah. landscape or um and so that's really interesting so for me yeah it is just <laughs> it's really difficult I'm not sure whether I'm answering the question or what no, is you are it's part. great no you are <laughs> <laughs> um but it's it's just what feels right at the time yeah. and that comes down to um whether I want to work on a large canvas or a small canvas um or how many um different colors I use um the the choice of the colors um, even what tools I use is very intuitive. It's very much um, this feels right now, so I'm going to do it. Um, rather than, and I have had those times where I've looked at it and think, and thought, kind of that voice comes in, like my ego, like oh, that doesn't look quite right. But I try to. I do a lot of meditating before I paint as well, so I try to kind of release that voice, um, and that massively helps me as well. Mm. So when you paint, do you? Um do you do it sort of all in sort of one session or one go or do you like leave it and come back to it how do you how does it work for you um I get it all done yeah. in that yeah I mean that's my personality anyway I'm like that I don't like things hanging over me <laughs> anyway no matter what it is um but and like I say I would like to work quite quickly um unless uh there's like I am particularly layering up which I have done in the past um with experiments and in which case I'd need to let some layers dry and then work over them um but yeah it tends to be just um doing it all in one go and and also I kind of I'm quite impatient waiting for them to dry sometimes they can take up to three or four days to dry um and they change as well in the light and everything um yeah they look some of them look so different from when I've just finished it to when it's completely dry um, so that's kind of exciting as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, amazing. <laughs> I mean, your art, I mean, what well, I, I will tell everyone where they can find you at the end and obviously add all your contacts and details into the show notes. Um, but could you tell us when you started to first make money from your art? Yeah, so um, that was not long after um, I'd finished uni, like I said, when I was painting in my parents' back garden. Um, 
So my first clients, actually, funnily enough, um, and again, networking is key. Anyone who has their own business will know this. Um, so was actually, so basically, like I said, I danced my whole life and I stopped um, the kind of ballet tap, that kind of dance when I was 19. I did it when I started when I was three, so a long, long time. And when I finished it, um, I kind of was like, oh, I need something, but I don't want to go back to that. I miss yeah. dancing so much. Dancing is a massive part of my life. And um, so I decided to start salsa classes. And um, little did I know that I would have loads of clients from there. And that's kind of how it happened. Um, I think I was kind of chatting away to someone and they said, oh, why don't you bring your paintings along one one session and you know you can have them on the table and people can just look at them and you can leave a business cards there and I thought this is a little bit odd but okay <laughs> so I did and I was shocked about of like how yeah how much it like struck up conversations and how much people were interested and yeah I sold um quite a few paintings there that's kind of how I how I started and then wow. yeah word of mouth and Facebook yeah yeah and yeah. that's all it takes sometimes to get started isn't it, it it's yeah. just getting started and and it takes sort of one person to believe in you and and you kind of it gives you that self-belief as well doesn't it and then you're yeah. kind of spurred on to think you know I can do this and I can do more of this and that's what you've got on to do now isn't it so you are now I mean you're almost a full-time artist aren't you you're starting to so you you've got another job currently you work in the NHS at the moment don't you yeah. um, but you are your plan is to go full-time isn't it eventually yeah yeah, yeah. so um, I've kind of had like I said um, I've kind of looked elsewhere for for career opportunities and um, throughout that I've kind of had um, creative part-time jobs. So I kind of needed something to fill the gap. And um, I've been working for the NHS now for um, coming up to, well, year and a half, um, just over a year and a half. And it was kind of like, kind of filled a gap. And I kind of, at the beginning was like, what am I doing in the NHS? This is so <laughs> different to what I'm doing. And I kind of was really negative to myself about it. I used to talk really negative to myself um, and, you know, because I was really, I really like, like I said, during uni, like tunnel visioned and kind of against like people who would go and study something, spend so much time and money on that studying and then go and get a job completely opposite industry. Mm. And that's what I was doing. And so that's why I was harsh on myself. Um, but actually, again, like it's it's a kind of mini puzzle piece um, in the big picture um, with people I've met and experiences and actually now just being really really grateful for having a job as well through everything um so yeah so I work for four days a week and um, with my NHS job um, which I do enjoy um but yeah obviously my passion is painting and um, that is um the goal to do it full-time definitely yeah amazing and, and you're already on the way to doing that full-time aren't you you already you dropped a day already haven't you in the last yeah was it a month or so so you've been able to do that by selling your paintings and growing your business and actually that's how I met you is you were uh, looking for a business mentor weren't you at the time and I've never met you in person actually I have to meet <laughs> you soon um, but and that's yeah how we got chatting and how I got to know you and you've just finished my six-week group coaching program and um you've, you've done amazingly well in in just six weeks and I'm you know I can feel your energy and I think everyone that's probably comes into contact with you can 
feel your energy as well. So what would you say from taking um, the group program, what would you say has benefited you the most in terms of growing your business? I would have to say um, the mindset shifts. Um, and what's really interesting is the blocks that I had, which I didn't even know I had. Um, and I think this would be the same for a lot of people mm. out there. Um, I was just thinking back actually to um, our very first call. So we had a one-to-one -one call before I started the program. And um, that's when you mentioned about the blocks. And I remember going away from that call and thinking like, wow, this, this is amazing. Like, it's amazing that uh, yeah, Hannah has discovered this and you know we haven't even met and this is brilliant. Um, and then when I decided to do the Ignite program um, and throughout, well, to be honest, it was the first week and that's when, um, so I had two blocks. I had um, a block up against um, what people thought about me and it was, really big block for me um it stopped me putting myself out there showing up on social media um I I had two Instagram accounts um one was my art account and one was my personal account and I always had this block and remember thinking like I can't post a picture of my face on my art account because people will look at it and think well this is just about paintings why is she putting a selfie on there <laughs> Um, that sounds crazy now <laughs> but then I was just very much and it was just because of this block of like all this voice in my head people are what are they thinking about you and and you know I can't do I can't have the thought of even going live or doing a video and talking like I can do that um and it's crazy and that was shifted like I say very early on um just by different exercises that we did and and just going for it and it is nerve-wracking to start with but once you do it and jump over that hurdle it's amazing because now I really enjoy doing it um so I'd say that and then definitely I had a money block as well um just not valuing myself not knowing my self-worth um giving discounts when I didn't need to and various things like that and now I can I know my worth and I know what my paintings are worth my worth and it's very difficult as as an artist as well because everyone charges so such different prices for their work and so yeah it's it was amazing just the, lifting those blocks definitely I'd say that was the the biggest shift for me yeah yeah and as I say you know I think everyone's noticed and especially you know you've been showing up on social media you're you're on on live all the time you know doing these giveaways and these competitions and showing everyone you know you're, you're actually work your work environment and it's amazing to see it really is and it just goes to show you really that you it, it's putting yourself out there and you've just appeared in the paper today haven't you in your local newspaper and you're going to be on tv tomorrow <laughs> yeah I can't believe it <laughs> honestly you'd have said this to me six weeks ago or more I would have just been like what are you joking <laughs> it's crazy I can't believe it it's yeah it's just amazing but just having that um yeah just persistence and motivation and and thinking yeah I am really like worth to do worth doing this it is worth doing and yeah just shining my light <laughs> yeah. And, and you're a great example and inspiration to so many out there who are perhaps scared or there's something holding them back from following their real passion. Um, so have you got anything you would say to them before we wrap it up in a minute? Have you got anything you'd say to perhaps there's some aspiring artists listening to this that think they might 
not be able to ever leave their jobs and not make money from what they really want to do is there anything you could say to them that would help them I would say believe in yourself um you can really do it if if I can do it you can do it definitely um just have goals um be persistent show up um keep motivating yourself talk like kind words to yourself um self-care self-love it's it is all worth it it really is and it all contributes to you and your business and um yeah showing your essence as well showing who you really are um and authenticity is yeah it really is key in business people love to know who you are and your story your background um so yeah just go for it and yeah shine your light <laughs> and I think again you're a great example and I think previous guests that I've spoken to as well um but when you actually follow your passion and your true calling that's people get a lot they get hung up on the money and I get you know money is obviously important we need to live but when you really do follow your passion the money will naturally follow anyway so um yeah anyone that's listening that's sort of sitting on the fence at the moment not sure that they can do it then you can <laughs> and Zoe is a great example of that so before we wrap it up, can you tell us of any latest offerings that you have or where, um, yeah, more importantly, where can everyone find you and your work? So um, my website is www.zoewalkerart.com and um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok um, at Zoe Walker Art. And um, I have a, um, a private Facebook group called Behind the Scenes at Zoe Walker Art. Um, and if you join this, um, very soon I'll be offering discounts of my bespoke service. Um, so yeah, hop on Facebook, join my group. Um, and I also offer, um, yes, yeah, so exclusive discounts. Um, so behind the scenes footage from my studio, uh, new paintings, um, processes, definitely competitions as well, win free paintings. Um, I've just recently done one of those. Um, so yeah, hop on there. And um, you can also sub subscribe to my um, emailing list as well. Amazing. Um, and I've also, I've got some workshops coming up on the horizon. And um, so maybe do some free taster workshops. Again, that's if you're a member of my behind the scenes um, Facebook group. And um, yeah, um, should be doing a monthly subscription to the workshops as well. So that's really exciting. So lots of things coming up. And I know you also talked about possible retreats as well in the future, haven't you, as well? So yeah, go follow Zoe and keep up with all of her latest work. And yeah, and also I should mention that even though you're based in the UK, you are global. You post your paintings, you know, anyone, wherever you are, guys, in the world, you can order a painting from Zoe. <laughs> Oh, it's been amazing talking to you and thank you. Um, so I'm going to wrap it up there, but I'm going to pop all of those things that you've just mentioned, your Facebook group, your Instagram and your website in the show notes. So thank you so oh, much, Zoe. Thank you, Hannah. It's been lovely talking to you. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.